Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Hello, welcome to the Abroad Japan podcast. Probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast himself, Mr. Pete Donaldson. Pete, how the devil are you doing? What's going on? I am very good, um, Chris Broad. I'm a little bit confused, upset, um, perturbed that um, I might be one of your sidemen. <laughs> what? Have you heard of, like, the UK... <laughs> based um <clears throat> sort of i mean they're not really presenters or entertainers because their their stuff is pretty pretty weak the YouTubers. Um, <laughs> but they're ksi's oh. crew basically um the the the, right. the, the sidemen they're celebrating 10 years of being the sidemen and i'm worried that i am a wow. chris broad sideman why is that something to worry about that's something that's a privilege it's something to be it's celebrated to be, uh... is it Enamoured, enamoured about, if anything. You know. <laughs> uh, why, why is that a bad thing? I don't know. I just, I just think that people look at me and sort of go, "He's one of Chris Broad's side men," and I, and 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 I do want to be one of Chris Broad's side men, uh, but I also want people to know that I've got <laughs> things going on myself. Um, no, you don't. Yeah, no. I think you're a side man. I, I started the day with uh, porridge without any um, flavouring in. Um, a completely uh, sugarless. <laughs> bowl of porridge and, and it's really set, <laughs> it's set me up for a Monday quite poorly to be quite frank recording this on Monday oh dear uh, it's upset oh, me dear. terribly but what's going on with you Chris Broder you, you are, have a much well, more fulfilling I went to Bedford over the weekend I met a um, listener of Ron wow. Japan uh, Aaron or Aaron um, I forget which one um, but he was absolutely lovely and I met him in an underground car park in Bedford so if you ever see me out and about maybe you <laughs> can get a shout out on the Ron Japan podcast <laughs> what how did you run into him in a car park? I I love it when you just run into viewers in really obscure places. Mm. Like I think while I was back in the UK, I was in the Isle of Man, this very remote island mm. in between Ireland and uh, and England, and I ran into some people up a mountain, and they were like, "Oh, what are you doing here?" I was like, "I don't know, just I fell out of my know. cupboard in Japan, and here I was." You know, <laughs> it always is, frightens it is kind of like when people go, "What are you doing here?" I, was like, I mean, I just I'm just there, aren't I? I mean, like I mean, like you're on your holiday. <laughs> You've got to record a, a, a goddamn <laughs> audiobook, gosh darn it. How's the audiobook going? Have people um, sliced up um, copies um, of the audiobook to, uh, uh, to, to to make naughty sentences that you're saying? They haven't yet, no, thank God. No, no, I, and, and unfortunately, there's no, uh, there's no audiobook of the breastfeeding, uh, the original breastfeeding copy 
that was released. Uh, <laughs> some, people keep commenting about that. Like, oh, I got the book, but it wasn't the breastfeeding edition. Mm. And then the comments are like, what the hell are you on about? I don't understand. Because so many people missed the fact that before I released the book, somebody just printed out the cover of the Abroad Japan book yeah. uh, on a book for breastfeeding and tried to sell it successfully to several hundred people. I mean, you now own that very bespoke copy. Do you reckon they sort of do? Do you reckon they do that with every person, or do they tailor made it to make it to people who, you know, might be into breastfeeding stuff? Like, if there's other people <laughs> writing books and they and they, you know, print out fake copies, is every one of them breastfeeding, or do they sort of change it up for a for a bit of a giggle? I worry. I, I mean, I I don't know, but I worry that why why was that the one that was chosen for me? Why did they go? Oh, abroad Japan. He looks like somebody that appreciates the finer, yeah, the finer the aspects finer of breastfeeding. Like, right? yeah. yeah, I don't. What would your book be? I dread to think, Pete. Oh, it'd, to be, think. it'd be something like it'd be like naval maneuvers of the nineteen fifties or something. It'd be really, really dry <laughs> and boring. <laughs> it would be. Yeah. It would be. It would be. But uh, no, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I've just been just, I'm just fed up, Pete. I'm fed up. Why are you fed I was, up? I was having a nice day, a nice day, and then things went wrong. Things went wrong. The internet broke. Internet Everything broke. Went wrong. <gasps> That's how internet are we talking broke. to each other then? We're talking to each other over the internet. How hard did could the internet have broke if we're managing to reach our ears and mouths across the oceans to say hello? Well, we f- we we fixed it. Right. Japanese technicians are good, and I fixed the internet just in time to discover another foreign YouTuber being a complete dickhead yes. in Japan. Yes. Oh, I forgot. Why is there always another... Every week now, there's always someone yes. getting arrested for doing something. It's like, it's just a matter of time yeah. before all foreign YouTubers are just banned from the shores of Japan, right? The thing that I... My uh, God. The thing that gets me. So, <clears throat> so should we should we sort of reverse? Should we start with a new story and then we'll reverse uh, back oh. into the thing? I like we'll, we'll break with convention and start with a new story this week. But... Um, Go for it. A person by the name of Phidias. I'm unaware of Phidias's work or Phidias, Phidias. Um, and Phidias, um, <laughs> his big thing is, their big thing is traveling around the world without spending much money. Like, you know, traveling the length and breadth of the um, different countries of the world, not really spending that much money. Um, now, thrifty. Th- thrifty. Um, thrifty or, or just plain illegal I mean I would say if you're riding if you're riding the railroads and you're putting yourself at great personal danger which we don't obviously uh, recommend here on the Bronjabub podcast at least you know no one's no one's buying a ticket to sit on the back of an old cargo train right what what, what Phidias seems to be doing is just jumping on trains hiding in the toilet and all the smells that that involves, and then running away when the guards uh, demand uh, the tickets. Now, is that necessarily, is that necessarily travelling in a thrifty manner, or just committing fraud and thieving? Thrift or fraud? Thrift the or brand fraud. new game show from thrift the Broader Japan fraud. podcast. Yeah. Is it thrift or fraud? He decides. That's quite a tongue twister. <laughs> I, he's this new sort of wave of YouTubers influenced by. Mr. Beast in the sense of trying to do challenges, yes, right? Yeah, trying to do yeah, outlandish, yeah. outrageous challenges. Mm-hmm. And there's a few ones like Air Axe is another big one. Right. Um, and, you know, they're, they're doing things that aren't illegal. They're doing normal things normal on things. a massive, impressive yeah. scale. Uh, but Phidias, I, I looked up this guy and I'd heard of him before. Right. He got into some heat a few months ago for, uh, he did a video called I Spent 100 Hours in the World's Poorest Country. Mm. Now go and look it up and look at the thumbnail. I think he's changed it, but it's just him surrounded by about a hundred African children in yeah. a very 
provocative, I feel, very I, like it's dystopian a, it's a bit sort of Beast thumbnail. Did, did, did the corrective eye surgery on those people, and he used to make a lot of right, glassy-eyed right, yeah. people going. Ugh. Um, I, I this think, is next level. I, I think if you're concentrating on YouTube face and you're concentrating on on getting your YouTube uh, graphics right, you are. It, you can sort of get too close to the forest and be unable to see the trees, if you know what I mean. Like you are, <laughs> you, 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 or is it the other way around? I can't remember. But you got too close to the product and you forget that people who aren't mental will see this. So that looks True. mad. <laughs> and of course, you know, you have to always be exceeding. You have to always mm. be going up a level. Yeah. In his case, in Phidias's case, I know he did a video about a year or two ago, uh, 2021, sorry, where he did a, he shook, the top 100 YouTubers' hands, and then he followed it up with shaking hands with like 100 celebrities, mm. culminating ultimately uh, in shaking hands with both Mr. Beast and Elon Musk. Right. Uh, okay. He camped famously, uh, famously amongst his viewers, outside of, uh, I think it was SpaceX or mm. Tesla for 63 days until Elon Musk's bodyguard was like, oh, Elon's ready for you now, <laughs> and he got a hug. And it was just, right. you know, people loved it. Yeah. Did really well. Got like 700,000 likes. Mm. It's, it's content. It's what the people want. Good. Okay. But then, but then, Phidias uh, last week did basically what he did in Japan. He, just, he did that in India mm. about a week ago uh, where he jumped over like a train gate without paying for the ticket mm. in India. Got into a lot of heat there. And now he's done that here. So, yeah, he's riding around on bullet trains without paying. What a dickhead. And of course, it's got picked up by Japanese Twitter very fast. And Japanese Twitter's not very happy. Yeah. Uh, saw some comments like, oh, foreign YouTubers, <laughs> I hate them, blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, come on. Give me a break. We're not all bad. I mean, don't let three or four dickheads ruin it for everyone. I would say, uh, do you sort of feel, I mean, these kind of news stories hit you a little bit harder because you are obviously a foreign YouTuber in, in Japan and, and it makes your job that little bit harder. <laughs> when people do this sort of thing. And I speak from um, the position of a man who also did my own uh, challenge in um, Belgrade, Belgrade in, uh, in, 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 uh, right. in Serbia, uh, quite recently, uh, because um, they'd recently switched from a man or woman selling you a ticket for the bus system in Serbia uh, to, well, just do it on a, t- you need to get a card and it's plastic, and you need to fill it with money, uh, but you can only do that if you text, and you can only text if you've got a, 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 a Belgrade-based um, um, phone and all this crazy Serbia, Serbian stuff. You broke the law. So I broke the law. Broke I the actually law, jumped Pete. on a bus You're a criminal. and then jumped off a bus because I, I wanted to go to an antique market. Um, but, but, you know, <laughs> I got my comeuppance because I got that antique market, and it wasn't an antique market. I'd misread the Google Map uh, entry, uh, <laughs> and it just sold dishwasher and washing machine parts. <laughs> so um, great if you need dishwasher or washing machine parts, <laughs> but uh, at that point I didn't. So I went home with my tail very firmly within and between my legs. And that is why Pete is recording this week from a prison in Belgrade. Uh, (laughs) That would be quite interesting. That would be entertaining. (laughs) But I don't know. But the video uh, that released was uh, called I Travelled Across Japan for Free. Mm. You click it and go, wow, this must be good. Travel Japan for free because it's very expensive, as we'll get into later on in today's actual news story. Mm. Uh, And then you realise it's not so much life travel hacks as just breaking into a train and hiding in the yeah. toilet and, and and then being like thrown off the train by the police or the train staff whatever uh who were very disgruntled and uh very angry I ju- and you, you know what I, mean? I, I just 
the thing that gets me is like Japanese people are known for being really polite and kind and generous, um, but also the men aren't quite as imposing as other people uh, in the world. So these YouTubers come over <laughs> and they're dickheads and they take advantage of people's um, <laughs> niceness um, and they don't get filled in. You fucking do that anywhere else in the world. You know what I mean? You do that. You do that. Um, in you know, you, well, I was going to say do it in Serbia, but you can't. <laughs> like you do that, do that, <laughs> do where the guards Serbia. are going to be six foot three and they're going <laughs> to kick the shits out of you. You do that there. No, what have the Japanese got? Little nets. Well, you're going to get caught in a little net. Um, I, I do. That's true, I do isn't think it? yeah. it's a little bit low hanging fruit, yeah. and it's a bit kind of taking advantage of um, you know one of the nicest places on earth. But you know, yeah, do, and I do think that that's... North Korea, dickhead. Well, yeah, I mean that's the thing, isn't it? I think. Uh... Look at Johnny Somali, mm. uh, the streamer who got buggered recently. Uh, got arrested, <laughs> then rearrested. Seen him in prison. Uh, he finally got. <laughs> wait, he finally got his comeuppance. He finally got caught by the police, but it took a bloody long time. It took yeah. six months of perpetually being a fucking mm. dickhead, uh, perpetually breaking into construction sites, breaking into cars, harassing people, mm. uh, doing awful stuff. And as you say, it wasn't a Japanese person that uh, assaulted him. It was like a foreign viewer because uh, he became quite infamous he got punched in the face i think by a french guy mm. uh but yeah i don't know i'm just it's just the it's just the thing now isn't it come to japan be a dickhead yeah and nothing will happen no uh but yeah dickhead, that's why it's important to hold just, it to account just don't make money off the youtube get demonetized. i think i mean youtube <laughs> we spoke about youtube demonetization and stuff like why? What? I mean, we know why um, certain uh, companies uh, don't demonetize this sort of content because it makes them money. So mm. it's. I, I think you can't talk about certain things on YouTube videos, but you can sure as hell commit crimes like and make money well, from the YouTube uh, yeah. uh, revenue and stuff. So you know, it's all it's all that really, isn't it? It's it's one rule for one and one rule for the me talking about nipples on the Broadman podcast. <laughs> Oh god, not again! <laughs> but I mean, I think Twi- Twitch. I think Twitch are pretty good at holding people to account, yeah, and they yeah, kicked a few yeah. people off. Kick on, kick. Just no, let anyone get did. away with murder. I, I think when when Kick first started one of their major YouTube, I can't remember which one it was. It went over. Um, just started streaming a film, <laughs> watching along. Oh god! And they, but I guess it's sold as being this kind of wonderland where T's and C's aren't quite as stringent. But I mean, you've still got to be bound by the laws of the land as well. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what you... Uh, there's a good chance YouTube will take the video down. It's only been up a few hours. Mm. I mean, it's been up less than a day, I think. Yeah. So uh, there's a good chance if YouTube sees it, they might take it down because it's not a great look for YouTube. It's not a great look for foreign YouTubers in Japan again. Yeah. You know, I obviously I have a personal stake in this in that uh, I've tried to do my best mm. 10 years in Japan not yeah. to break the rules. And uh, But then once we have people like Johnny Somali, Phidias, whoever is next... Being a dickhead, it does get through to the media. They report on it, and then it's a matter of time before I go into a restaurant to make a normal video, mm. or I'm out and about filming in the streets, and people lose their shit with me yeah. because they're like, "Oh, stop filming, stop well, doing that," that, you know. Point, so you just pick I think up that's the why soy I care. Sauce bottle and start sucking on it, <laughs> like an aforementioned <laughs> breastfeed. Sushi terrorism, sushi just terrorism, like last week's yeah. news story. Sushi <laughs> terrorism's my game. Dear idea. Well, we got a story this week from Who we got? Millie. Millie. And it begins. Hello, Chris and Millie. Uh, after diving back into the podcast, the episode regarding Biben, Barbenheimer, Bibenheimer, Barbenheimer, I forgot about that, reminded me of my day trip to Hiroshima Memorial Park. God, I can't speak. 
2012, first time in Japan, myself and my classmates had to fold 1,000 cranes collectively to put at the Sadako Sasaki Shrine. When we got there, loads of Japanese kindergarten students were at her statue, which made me think, wow, throw them in the deep end at a young age with their history. But then they lined up hiding their origami cranes uh, and led by their teacher, they started singing. The song was Amazing Grace. Now, I don't know about you, but I feel like that just screams America. Whilst its origin isn't American, it's certainly owned by them now, right? Uh, It felt like a fever dream. I would never, ever have guessed that was going to be what they were singing or for them to sing that at all, for that matter. It's one of the most uncomfortable but oddly captivating moments of my life. Apologies if this was a bit depressing, but... I just wanted to share in case it was interesting. Great to have the podcast back up and running, Millie. Uh, P.S. Chris, thank you for your patience. Uh, the Waterstones Piccadilly signing. It was a pleasure to meet you and Charlotte. Thank you very much for coming. Uh, Hiroshima. That is a bit weird, isn't it? Mm. Bashing out Amazing Grace at Hiroshima Memorial Park. That'll throw you off. <laughs> it's a bit random. I um, don't know what else to say, though. It, it, <laughs> I think um, I, I think I'm, I, I'm just jumping on. I, I think I sent you a. Um... A, a, a picture online uh, when we were actually out in Japan uh, of, a, of a shrine uh, that really made me laugh uh, back in the day. I can't seem to find it now. Anyway, um, we went to, um, um, I think, the uh, shrine. What's the shrine next to uh, Yoyogi Park? Um, what's that one called? I can't, I Meiji Jingu? Meiji, Meiji Jingu Shrine. One, yeah. um, and, um, you know, like outside you have like those little, um, what they call it, they like kind of prayers or something? Or you, you basically have a bit of wood you write your wish or your mm. prayer for, um, for 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 getting richer or wishwood, uh, wishwood, wish you know, wishwood, um, and you tie it up uh, <laughs> onto the front of the uh, of the temple, and presumably um, they, they, they these these prayers mm. get um, not read out, but they you know they're, they're there in the in the temple for for, for a little while longer, uh, and that helps you know your 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 wish or dream come true. Um, and in between, it comes true. And in between all of these kind of like little wishes, I just kind of like I. I hope that you know my my family um, finds um, all happiness in the world. I hope that my business uh, flourishes. Um, I found like this bit of wood that just said, "I wish for the complete and utter destruction of the Ohio State football program." <laughs> Such an That's on so the nose bit of, bit, of, bit of sentiment there. Um, I hope that person did find oh uh, my God. peace tranquility and the utter destruction of the Ohio State program. Maybe you're listening That's to brilliant. us while you're in the Ohio State football program and let us know why uh, it's such an issue. Uh, but either way, it really made I me laugh. That kind of juxtaposition of very specific axe grinding about the Ohio <laughs> State football program uh, in this beautiful temple uh, in the middle of Tokyo. Fantastic stuff. I love the way they wrote that, never knowing. <laughs> you know, you write those things, you think, yeah. oh, no one's going to read that or see it. Yeah. And now 40,000 people are going to hear about that, the destruction of the Idaho State Football Program. I want to know what triggered that. Let us know. If you're from Idaho, tell us what goes on there. Tell us what goes on in the State Football Program. I hear they've got a terrible football program, Chris. Terrible. It must be brutal. Worse than Phidias. Worse than Johnny (laughs) Somali. We've got a story, a new story this week that kind of feeds into the, uh, well, Japanese trains, hmm. uh, they're not free. In fact, they're getting expensive, a lot more expensive. Pete, fill us in on what's going on on Japan's trains and why it's time to break the piggy bank and get some more credit cards to fund trips to Japan. Yeah, I mean, in the same way that when you uh, buy a ticket to your favourite musical recording artist or sports star artist or the Ohio State football programme, maybe, um, you <laughs> are 
constantly um, sort of diverted to like ticket sales that um, basically the, 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 the amount of money you've got to spend fluctuates between um, whether the gig is popular or unpopular. Um, you, your, your ticket sort of price goes up and down. And, you know, the, the, the ticket people say that it's, you know, responding to the market being as it is. Uh, but at the end of the day, if tickets go on sale, tickets are popular. They are just popular. It's an event that people want to go to. That's why the event has been put on in the first place. So ticket prices go up and down. Uh, and in the same kind of sense, the Japanese government, have said that it will now allow operators to raise railway fees during holiday seasons and weekends as a crowd control measure. <laughs> what I, the, oh, the, you know what? The best crowd control measure crowd is control. when um, stakeholders and shareholders get more money. That's, that's my favourite kind of crowd control <laughs> measure, to be honest. Uh, amid concerns of over-tourism due to a rapid recovery in people travelling since the lifting of the coronavirus restrictions. With all this Johnny Somalia and... and, and um, and the other guy, the Cyprus guy. Um, John, Johnny Somalia. Johnny Somalia. Johnny Somalia. <laughs> Johnny Somalia <laughs> and the guy he's not just a streamer, he's a wine specialist. Cypria, uh, Johnny Somalia. Uh, I sort of get the sense that um, Japan might be going into lockdown um, for, for non-coronavirus reasons sooner rather than later. <laughs> anyway, the new package from the government seeks to address the drawbacks of tourism, such as traffic, pollution and littering, comes amid a recovery in the number of inbound tourists to Japan. Government data showed that the number of foreign visitors to the country reached uh, 2.18 million in September, representing uh, 96% of the figure for the same month in 2019 before the outbreak of the pandemic. That sounds good. Ooh. That sounds all right, They're doesn't back. it? That sounds like yeah, you know, nature is healing. Uh, in some areas and during certain <laughs> periods, there's been an impact on the lives of local residents due to inbound tourists, such as bad manners. As well as excessive traffic, <laughs> uh, the, the Prime Minister vying to address the effects of over-tourism. So it just means that when you're in Japan, you're just going to spend more. Like It's not going to stop you. Uh, a few more quid on the end of the uh, mm. uh, of the train-based ledger uh, will only mean that you're going to spend a bit more. Um, you know, you, you, you're you just going to do the same thing, but it's just going to cost you money. Um, I don't think it's going to reduce the amount of tourism happening in, in Japan. Um, I don't know whether this is going to affect the, even the Japanese rail pass, which is obviously the biggest, um, you know, it's the thing that people use to get around the most. Um, so it's, 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 it's rather unwelcome, and I imagine it'll hit the Japanese people more than um, the people who live outside of Japan. And maybe it's that time again to get the old VPN out and try and order your tickets in Japanese. <laughs> oh, well, I think they should consider just putting, like, an extra tax on tourists, like... You know, a few hundred yen for every foreign tourist coming to Japan. That would bring in some some nice money that you could spend on the. Not on as the bad as them. You could spend and disperse. Because you live there, unbelievable. <laughs> pure evil, pure yeah. evil. You'd get it. But oh, I, they, I don't know. They wouldn't. They wouldn't ask to see your car. They just look at your face, mate. They just. They, you'd be. You'd, you'd have that tax slap right on you. Well, family, your they family check in. Hundred yen more. Good, no, unbelievable. No. <laughs> Don't tax Family Mart chicken. That's when I'll start protesting alone across Shibuya Crossing. Very angry indeed. Uh, no, they should they should do something about foreign tourists. They should tax no. them a, li- a little bit. Outrageous. I'm not talking big money. Mm. I'm talking a little money. A little bit of money. <laughs> It'll go a long way. When you've got, you know, 30 million tourists coming in a year, a couple of quid, that'll, that'll do you Just good. Just a couple of quid. That'll... Just a couple of quid, yeah. Actually, it needs to be more than that, won't it? But imagine $10... <laughs> Thirty million. That's three hundred million dollars. That's enough to build a, a bridge, or uh, it's not much. I don't know what you could do with that. <laughs> All I know is it's still a very good time to come to Japan, though. The yen is phenomenally shit. Yeah, and it's, it's not tough. every year. It's like oh, the, I always speak to friends. They're like, oh, the yen will get stronger. Don't worry. I'm like, oh, okay. And then next year it just gets worse mm. and worse. And so yeah, it's a really great time to come to Japan. 
if you've got dollars, pounds, euros, whatever, mm. now is the time. Now is the time. Um, come on over again, Pete. Spend that money. Spend that Blow money. your pocket money. <laughs> spend more of my money. Oh, Lord. Podcast cash. <laughs> you know where to spend it. Do it. But uh, yeah, no, it's. Uh, but they haven't actually committed to doing this, have they? This is like I think they're just talking about it. it. I think they're allowing operators to raise their uh, raise their uh, prices, which um, I, I think probably most operators, most private companies, would be game for that, wouldn't they? <laughs> They'd be fine <laughs> with that, wouldn't they? Probably. Oh dear. Yes, I'm afraid yes. so. Yeah. And of course, it was the JR Rail Pass has just gone up in price mm. uh, recently. As well. I can't remember the numbers, but it was a considerable amount. We covered it a few it's months chunky. back. Most chunky, yeah. It was, it was quite a lot. Mm. I think it was like over $100 more. I need to check out the figures, but uh, the JR Rail Pass might not even be worth it anymore, actually. Uh, so that's something to look into if you are coming to Japan. Maybe don't bother with it mm. at all. We'll, we'll do our homework. We'll get back to you on that. Uh, we'll be back in just a moment, guys, with your stories, comments, and questions in the fax machine. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once, it's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. In our daily lives, we all carry around with us different stresses. They can be big, they can be small, and sometimes we might not even realize that we're carrying them around with us. But if these feelings stay bottled up, they can start to affect us negatively, which is why having a positive outlet for discussion can be such a valuable tool for your well-being. Therapy can be a perfect outlet for your inner stressors. It's a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Sometimes just speaking things out into the open can be such a great release of inner tension, so you can spend less time stressing about the issue and more time figuring out how you can overcome it. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash Japan today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash Japan. Wow. And we're back with the fax machine. What have we got this week from our listeners, Mr. Dawson? 
We got a message from Liz. Hello, Liz. Uh, hi, Chris Bates. I've got a fun question that I'm sure won't incite any paranoia at all. I'm traveling to both China and Japan for work next month and was recommended to go to a travel vaccination clinic before my trip. The nurse mentioned uh, that I should consider the Japanese encephalitis vaccine. Apparently, it's a rare disease trans- transmitted by uh, mosquitoes, but quite serious if you get it. I'm a big fan, fan of vaccines, but declined it uh, But the cost because the cost would be uh, between um, $1,000 to $1,500 for the series. I am in the US. Um, though I realise not neither of you are doctors. Thank you. I'm glad you've noticed that. Well, um, I well, was cu- speak for yourself. Pete. I was curious to know if uh, prescriptions Dr. more tricky. I do know Doctor Jelly. Um, I was curious to know if you got this vaccination before moving <laughs> to Japan or before one of your trips. Is this something typically recommended for travellers? To your knowledge, I've been listening to the podcast for several years. I'm fully caught up. So thank you for all of the laughs um liz wow what's the message to liz that's uh, an expensive i said i'm fairly certain i got offered that i (laughs) i I think um i told them where i was going to go in japan um Mm. and they said yeah don't worry about it but it's never going to be that amount of money but maybe private healthcare, not covered by your insurer um yeah i I mean Mm. it's probably worth me googling uk Japanese I mean, vaccine. first of all, I'm I'm Price. astonished yeah again at how much healthcare costs in America. A thousand dollars for a two hundred quid vaccine, like two hundred quid for us in the UK. Two hundred quid in the UK. Super Jesus, <laughs> that's bonkers. Yeah, um, I know encephalitis can be quite serious. It can lead to death, no less. Mm. I think it's it's bad. I know it's bad. Do I know anyone that's ever had it? No. Do I, have I got a vaccine for it? I think I do. Mm. I think back when I joined the Jet program. 10, 11 years ago, they sort of encourage you to get all these vaccines. Right. If you're going to live here, it makes sense. Uh, every year, my editor, Dave, when he comes to Japan, he has this conundrum. <laughs> He's like, oh, I don't know if I should get the vaccine. And I'm like, ah, up to you, mate. You decide. Mm. But like, I honestly, I think you could probably get away with not getting it, but it depends. on. I, yeah, I, I've never met or heard of anyone that's caught uh, or contracted encephalitis but the idea of getting informa- inflammation of the brain mm. that doesn't excite me I, I, I would, I would say um, <laughs> oh, it's very sorry. much if you are going to Tokyo Kyoto Nara you know if you're just doing the normal stuff like fine like you'll be absolutely fine surely um, and and, yeah. that's, and that was certainly the advice that I got from uh, from back in the day um, but if you you say that though but the, if you go on camping where, where do you nowhere, get encephalitis where do you get encephalitis then no, it's probably those the mosquitoes isn't it it's probably all mis- mosquitoes hanging around isn't it yeah but they're everywhere they are everywhere they're everywhere in Japan they are everywhere but there'll they'll be certain areas that are more prevalent and more able to sort of this sort of thing to go absolutely hog wild I remember um, Yogi Park was shut down because of I think dengue fever, I think. You know, you do get these things fever, yeah. in non-rural areas, but I think the Japanese government are quite good at knowing where those places are. I'm sure they test test each and every mosquito from bean to cup. Well, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't worry too much. I've been loads of times, uh, and I've only had certain amounts of swelling to the brain. <laughs> oh, my God. It says uh, it's estimated there are 68,000 clinical cases of Japanese encephalitis globally. Each year, there you go. Uh, with with thirteen to twenty thousand deaths. How many in Japan, so, though? That's the question. Yeah, it it. I think it's probably not that common here, mm. despite being called. Cool. I think it, it it's so throughout India, yeah. Southeast Asia, China. Mm. So, yeah, it's not just Japan, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, sounds bad. Maybe consider Oof. the vaccine. Yeah. Depends on you. Depends on you. Uh, we got a story or a question from Liz. She says, "Hello, Chris and Pete. I have a fun question that I'm sure won't incite." Eddie Pound, that's, that's the one you just read, Pete. Yeah, so when I was I've getting read, so into that question. 
Move on. You can hear the passion. Swelling at the brain. Uh, Kira says, hello, thank you for reading this email. It's truly appreciated. I have a very stupid question. Why do I sound like Michael Caine? And I think I know the answer, but I'm not sure. Here it goes. Is it okay to learn Japanese simply because I like how it sounds? I don't have any specific uses for the language, and I don't plan to move to Japan. However, uh, I have one more question, if you wouldn't mind answering. If I were to go to Japan, would it be okay for me to speak Japanese in the rural areas? I'm not sure if it's disrespectful for a foreigner to use Japanese in the rural areas. Thank you for reading out my email. Thank you, Kira. I'm confused by this question. Would it insult the native people of the country if I spoke their language? No. No, it would not. They'd be very delighted. If you come to the rural Japan, they will love you if you speak Japanese. Uh, do, is it worth learning Japanese because you like the way it sounds? Yes. Why, yeah, not? why, why not? not? But I think Who it's sort of trivialising how... Well, I think it's trivialising how bloody hard it is to learn Japanese. Mm. But like, yeah, go for it. Do yeah. the Duolingo like everyone else. Everyone's doing Duolingo at the moment with Japanese. Start there, go from there, mm. and then go to the countryside and and impress the locals with the four sentences Geolingo will teach you. Uh, you use Geolingo on your trip, right, Pete? You're one of the Geolingo people. The Geolingo linguists. Uh, no, I, um, I can't remember what I used, to be honest. Um, um, it was Mirai Japanese I learnt the most on, I think. And even Future then, Japan. that uh, very much Ooh. stopped pre-COVID. Never learnt a single other word. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Three years during COVID, you could have... Sat in a room, you could have bashed it out. Uh, we've got one last question. It says, hello, guys. Question largely largely for Chris here. I'm curious if you keep up with any of the people from your documentaries like Ichio in Kesaduma. Uh, I can't help wondering how she's doing uh, and her in, the Sinakam. Her story was remarkable, but in general, it'd be interesting to see how some of the people are getting on today. All the best, Sleepy Yoshi. I haven't actually caught up with uh, Ichio Kano. I haven't caught up with her since something like 2021? It was a while back now. Um, but she was doing well when I saw her last. And uh, actually, quite a few viewers of Abroad in Japan have gone to her inn all the way in Kesaduma and uh, I met her. And um, yeah, so that's kind of cool. It's nice knowing that folks have actually gone all the way up there because it's super remote. But uh, she's awesome. And uh, I hope she's doing well. I hope she's doing yeah. very well. Uh, that's all for now, though, guys. Keep the stories, questions, comments coming in to abroadjapanpodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back later in the week to do all over again. But for now, no matter where you might be, out, of, out there in the big wide world, I clearly have some sort of cold. That's why I sound coming like on this. Coming the way, isn't it? Yeah. I'll see you. Yeah, that it blowing up. It's really annoying. <laughs> next week. My nose is fucked. <laughs> but hopefully next time I see you, my nose will be good. But for now, have a great few days. Bye for now. Bye-bye. in Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.